Well, the U.S. Senate has uh, passed a $95 billion foreign aid package that has funding for uh, Ukraine and Israel. It comes after a long night of speeches and debates ending early morning. The funding package passed with bipartisan support, although many Republicans oppose further aid for Ukraine. Now, this sets up a showdown with the House, where Speaker Mike Johnson has already said that the Senate failed to meet the moment because of a lack of border security issues or measures. Well, Ukraine claims it is evidence that Russia fired an advanced hypersonic missile. Now, if that's true, it's the first time that Moscow has used this technology, which experts say is nearly impossible to shoot down. In a Telegram post, scientific experts in Ukraine claim that debris recovered after a February the 7th attack in Kyiv point to the use of a Zircon hypersonic cruise missile by Russia's military. US-based experts say this missile and its hypersonic speed would be the fastest in the world, making it nearly impossible uh, to defend against. Well, Europe also ramping up its support for Ukraine as Kyiv's military supplies run low and US aid wavers. Russia's military power far outweighs Ukraine's and Kyiv needs the West's help more than ever to overcome Moscow. CNN's Fred Plykin shows us how Europe and Germany in particular plans to boost its weapon production capabilities. Have a look at this. A German-made Leopard 2 tank hitting Russian positions on the Eastern Front. This video provided by the 21st Mechanized Brigade showing, they say, how effective Western weapons are on the battlefield. Every infantry is scared of a tank. Tanks go out and work and they fire frightfully. They fire straight into their faces and they don't even have time to think about what to do. The Ukrainians say they need a lot more Western arms and ammo. But Republicans have blocked U.S. military aid in Congress, and their likely nominee for president, Donald Trump, even suggested he might encourage Russia to attack NATO members who didn't meet military spending guidelines. I would not protect you. In fact, I would encourage them to do whatever the hell they want. You got to pay. Those comments literally have Europeans up in arms, now ramping up weapons production for Ukraine and for themselves. Germany's chancellor visiting a major arms plant with Denmark's prime minister, trying to downplay Trump's comments. NATO is of essence for the United States, for Canada, for the European countries, and we cooperated so long since World War II, and this is really something which is a good alliance for the future. We stick to it, the President of the United States sticks to it, and I'm sure the American people will do so. But Denmark's Prime Minister says she has no illusions. U.S. support for European NATO members no longer seems certain. No matter what will happen in the U.S. in this year, uh, I think the conclusion has to be written already now that Europe uh, needs to be stronger uh, and we need to do, we need to be able to do more on our own. And ammo production is the biggest concern as NATO allies struggle to help Ukraine make up for massive shortfalls while facing overwhelming Russian firepower. This is one of the most important things for the Ukrainians to stay in the fight. They're not only outmanned, they're also outgunned. And the biggest problem they have is a lack of ammunition. They broke ground for a new ammo plant here, and the company's CEO says they will drastically increase ammo production quickly, especially for artillery. 
they need 1 million to 1.2 million and if I give them 700,000 I think there are also some other producers in Europe who have to give them something so 700,000 is at the moment the maximum that we can produce. And the Ukrainians say they need the maximum their allies can give, with or without the U.S., to keep their forces in the fight against the Russians. Fred Pletkin, CNN, Unterlist, Germany. Well, the head of the International Atomic Energy Agency, Rafael Grossi, here at the World Government Summit, fresh from the front lines of Ukraine, where he visited the Saporizhia nuclear power plant. This is, of course, Europe's largest nuclear power plant and it's been in control of the Russians for well over a year now. Well, the fighting around the plant along with trying to maintain it safely amid a full-scale war of course raised fears of a catastrophic nuclear incident. Well I sat down with Grossi here in Dubai and asked him on a scale of 1 to 10 how worried is he about the danger posed by the plant at this point. This is what he told me. You go to Saporiza on a sunny day and you believe that you are in a nuclear power plant here in Baraka. Mm. Everything is apparently calm. But then the next hour you can have a drone coming and mm. attacking. So it is the uncertainty and the terrible mm. fragility of war. I can be zero, I can be 10 within minutes. You're on your way at some point um, to Russia. What yes. will your message be there? My message is cooperate with the IEA Remember that it's only working with us, avoiding a nuclear accident that we will all benefit because no one, whichever side of the conflict you are sitting, will benefit from a nuclear accident. Well, Gracie and I also talked about Iran after a recent report from the IAEA said that Iran increased its production of highly enriched uranium. I asked the Director General how concerning this is, given the increased hostilities in the region? Well, of course, this is uh, um, an accumulation of complexities. So, because in, in, in a region, in the current circumstance, to have a country that it is presenting um, a face which is not entirely transparent when it comes to its nuclear activities, of course, this increases dangers. There is loose talk about nuclear weapons. Mm -hmm more and more, mm -hmm. including in Iran, recently a very, high official, elsewhere. a very high official said, in fact, we have everything, it's disassembled. Well, please let me know what do you have, because you are an NPT, non-proliferation treaty party, you, so you're not supposed mm. ever, by your own decision, to have nuclear weapons. Rafael Grossi speaking to me earlier today here in Dubai at what is the World Government Summit.